A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but... God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. (laughs) My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God's by faith in his son. <laughs> Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 317. That's the victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> <laughs> right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign risen king Who doesn't owe you one cotton picking thing And yet he still promises to furnish his disciples But we take what he's created and we turn him into idols I'll never back down, so how can I keep it in? But you'll never see me preaching the sin of TBM Yeah, spirit and truth is worship view in this chemistry But, but some are spewing distorted views of the Trinity Hey everybody, welcome to episode 15 of The Master's Dog. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. So we are going to do a double header of um, The Master's Dog episodes. First, this one dealing with Kwaku L uh, from Saints Unscripted. And then we're going to do the Faith and Beliefs episode. refutation um, of David Snell uh, coming up after this one. So both of these are going to drop Thursday morning. Uh, One probably around 8 a.m. The other will drop around 9, give an hour in between to give you a breather. Um, And so we're going to we're going to jump into these. I, I thought about doing both in one episode, but just the logistics of changing uh, YouTube videos and so on just seemed a little, um, I was going to use the word daunting, but it's really not daunting. It's just, uh, it's not real seamless with the software that I use. And so, um, yeah, not going to do it. I guess I, I could figure out a way to do it, but, um, too late now. So, uh, this, we are episode 15. This is going to be dealing with Quaku. 
talking about um, apparently he thinks the atheists got it right. I, I don't know. This was an interesting one. It is about a 19-minute video, so we're probably not going to finish the whole thing. Uh, but we'll get through the <clears throat> the core of what he talks about and then deal with that. So, with that being said, let's listen to Kwaku. I guess we need sound. Yes. <clears throat> Look, this is a, without doubt going to be... We'll start it over so we get sound. Aliens. Look, this is a, without doubt going to be the weirdest video I ever make. So as yeah, you guess, the title that. is a little bit clickbait. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek why atheists should be Mormons or Latter-day Saints, as we're properly called. But it's actually not that tongue-in-cheek. There's some really legit stuff I'm going to talk about. I want to open with a clip. This clip is a debate between Daniel Peterson, one of my heroes, and Michael Shermer, an incredibly smart guy. Um, not that Daniel Peterson is not smart. Michael Shermer is a science historian and an atheist agnostic from what I can gather online. And Daniel Peterson is a Latter-day Saint and a scholar who teaches at BYU. These two had an incredibly great dialogue, and I'll leave the whole link below. But I want you guys to listen to this one part of what Michael Shermer says when he's asked about intelligent design and if there was any scientific way he could fathom that intelligent design could have actually created a human being. Let's say you found evidence that the, the walls of the Red Sea parted or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. No, I have problems. I know where you're going with this. I have yeah. problems with all these because, for example, I know Penn and Teller and pretty much anything I would think of as a miracle I know they could do or Copperfield or any, you know, all of those would be, in any case, even if there were something like what we would call miracles, an apparent violation of natural law, uh, this could just be a sufficiently advanced extraterrestrial intelligence with uh, genetic engineering technologies to, say, cure cancers uh, or, or create new solar systems and, and so forth just by advanced engineering to a Neanderthal, you know, this would appear godlike, you know, something like that. I can't see how that gets us into the realm of the supernatural being, which is what most people mean by God, a, a being outside of space and time. If it's just a natural being, this is not what most people mean by God. And I would say that would just be the, uh, a possibility of something like an extraterrestrial intelligence. So no, I, I can't think of anything that would convince me, other than the, the, the negative kind of truth, that if there is a God and he's all powerful and all good, then the world should be a certain way, and it isn't that way, therefore we can conclude there's probably not a god. That, that's a reasonable argument in the other direction. The problem of evil here comes to mind. That seems to be a, a pretty severe one for theists. So before we even let Kwaku deal with this, one, the problem is, of evil is not an issue with God because, again, Shermer here is, he's mandating what he thinks the universe should be like based on what he has fashioned to be God, not how God has revealed himself through scripture, not how God has revealed himself through the Bible. Um, God has revealed himself as the sovereign and that sin entered into the world and he made a plan to deal with that, had a plan from before the beginning of the world, had a plan to deal with that, to glorify himself, to, to satisfy justice. All of this is, is uh, reconciled in the cross of Jesus Christ. 
but the the beginning issue, the whole and and I'm sure if you know anything about Mormon theology, you know exactly where Quaku is going with the whole issue of alien technology and so on. Because God is a man from the planet near the car star Kolob, so it's all extraterrestrial. But and and spoiler spoiler alert, that's where Quaku is going to go with this. Um, and then go, well, this is why you should be, atheists should be Mormons, because our God is just an extraterrestrial. Um, so I'm going to let Kwaku kind of dig that hole for himself. Then we're going to talk about it, and we'll finish up. So here we go. So in other words, with a universe big enough and enough extraterrestrial species out there, there's we come to virtual certainty that there is a God-like Something like that. That's there. right. Yeah, so yeah. there is a God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. But that's probably not what you mean by it. Actually, you'd right. be surprised. Really? All right. So why did Dr. Peterson say you'd be surprised? Well, because, believe it or not, Michael Shermer sort of identified the Mormon God. The God of the restored gospel of Jesus. Hear that. That is key. Because I don't want to refute anything that he believes. Anything that he's going to say about the Mormon God, I don't want to argue it. Simply recognize that there is a difference between the Mormon God and the Christian God. Because this is where we've wanted these guys to go completely. To recognize the difference between the, the theology proper of Mormonism, the nature and being of God, and the nature of being a God in Christianity. And that weaves its way into the nature and being of Christ in both religions. And then he's going to get into more of that, and we're going to let him go. We're going to let him, again, he's digging the hole that we want him to dig, and then we can bury him in it. Christ. But I also want to focus on another quote by none other than Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins is this, um, you know, I don't need to describe Richard Dawkins. You know who Richard Dawkins is. Famous scientist, atheist, renowned scholar, all over the world, people respect him, very important guy. Ben Stein asked Richard Dawkins a similar question about if there's any way life could have created this world. Specifically, if we could find evidence of an intelligent designer in the human body or anything like that. This is what he said. Well, it could come about in the following way. It could be that at some earlier time, somewhere in the universe, a civilization evolved by probably some kind of Darwinian means to a very, very high level of technology and designed a form of life that they seeded onto perhaps this planet. Now that is a possibility and an intriguing possibility. And I suppose it's possible that you might find evidence for that if you look at the details of biochemistry, molecular biology, you might find a signature of some sort of designer. But that higher intelligence would itself have had to come about by some explicable or ultimately explicable process. He couldn't have just jumped into existence spontaneously. That's the point. So both Michael Shermer and Richard Dawkins have made this case of some sort of outside designer that could have created us. So again, he is aligning himself essentially with the atheist thought that God doesn't exist, but some godlike uh, species 
evolved to the point of being able to create life in some way or the give the appearance of creating life. And again, this flows perfectly into what Joseph Smith imagined his God to be. Now, I know, you know, we're talking about people on a different planet. Right? We're, we're, we're talking about aliens right now. And this actually is a theory in some science circles that aliens played a role in creating this planet and creating humanity. Now, pause. When I say aliens, you're probably thinking of E.T. Oh. Or that one thing from American Dad. Now may I have your holy touch? Touch me! Touch me! I'm not touching anybody! But I'm not talking about that. When I say alien, I want you to remove the, you know, the cartoonish Hollywood facade of, like, green dude with big eyes and think more of a being on another planet that reflects somewhat the way a human being would look. Somewhat. Some sort of humanoid creature. That's all. I find that almost everyone I know believes that there's life on other planets. In fact, even intelligent life. There are so many planets out there, it's so crazy to assume that there would not be any other life. I See, and that's, that's another false statement. Why, would, why should we assume that there is other life on other planets? Just because of the vast uh, multitude of planets and solar systems and so on. Simply because of uh, the amount of planets and, and solar systems out there does not at all indicate the necessity to assume life on other planets that's that's not in any way shape or form a, an absolute required assumption i don't assume that i don't believe there's life on other planets i don't and i and i have no problem with it so and i know hundreds of people i mean most every he says most everybody he knows believe there's life on other planets most everybody i know does not so we found ourselves at a stalemate there, uh, Kwaku. Again, because most of this, and especially when he gets into his uh, his mischaracterization of what Christians believe God is, is nothing more than his opinion. He's making it out to, to state it as fact, but it, it is simply his opinion. There's no scientific or absolute mandate that requires, and I'll let him get to it and then we'll talk to it, that requires that, that God be, has, as he defines it, according to Christians, and there's no mandate or required thought that there be life on other planets. It's, 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 an, uh, it's pointless. It's, it's not a absolute... Uh, I, I don't can't find the word that I'm looking for. It it does not have to be an assumption that is made. I guarantee most people would agree there are probably even cities on other planets with human beings or human type people interacting with one another as we speak right now. Heck, even people like Elon Musk believe in like the multiple universes. I don't. I'm. I might be wrong. You know that whole thing. Elon Musk, Tesla dude, and then the universes and like the weird YouTube conspiracy video and all the, you know, I, Andrew Yang 2020. Just kidding. That was not a political endorsement. It was a joke. Okay. All right. Please don't come after me. Most of the people who are subscribed to my channel are young between the ages of 18 and 30. 
not that above 30 is old, but you know what I mean. And most of them are in America, and a lot of people raised in America were raised Christian. They were raised evangelical Christian or Catholic. And in both of those respective areas of religion, God is identified as a spirit. And spirit is identified as immaterial, sometimes consciousness. That is your definition, Kwaku. I don't know anybody that, especially among the elders of my church or most churches that would regard God as immaterial. And I dealt with this in another video. I would say being a spirit is an other material. It's, uh, I mean, it's not matter like we consider matter here. It's not like my desk or my computer or any of those things. Um, but it's not immaterial. It's not a concept like he is uh, trying to pass off. He's he's providing a false, I don't think it's a false dichotomy. It's a, um, it is, well, it is a false dichotomy. It's He's ma maintaining that it's one or the other, and it's not. It's a false question um, that because we don't recognize the spirit as being a material physical form, that ob obviously it must be immaterial and or a thought or whatever it was that he just said but let him go on but really a lack of matter a lack of material and i know i've talked about this a lot on my channel in fact so much you're probably bored of this topic so here's a video AIDS. see and again here he does the same thing that they do all the time they take something that is it's it's a serious point and a serious point of contention and they reduce it to absurdity a reductio ad absurdum they make it all funny and they throw up their little funny clips to alleviate any seriousness about the concept. He says, he just said, you've heard me talk about it and you're probably tired of me talking about it. I'm just irritated that you talk about it because you're, you're falling into, and I, I wish I knew exactly who to attribute the quote to. It's been attributed to Hitler, which I hate and I doubt it was him. Others attribute it to, uh, uh, Goebbels from Hitler's group. What um, I can't even think of the dude's first name now, but uh, somebody in the Third Reich supposedly said this. I don't know who said it. Somebody said it, but it it is uh, it's fitting in this. If you repeat a lie often enough, you can convince people that it's the truth, and that's what he's doing. He continues to repeat this this thing about. Well, if God is a spirit, then he must be immaterial, and that just makes him nothing or a thought, which basically means that God is nothing. And that's not true. That is absolutely not true. I would not regard God as immaterial. He is a spirit, which is some sort of spiritual material, um, which is other than what we know of as matter and it gives God the ability to be everywhere at once infinite um, but it doesn't it doesn't negate God into the uh, essence of being nothing or merely a concept that's that is a that's a false dichotomy it's a false question um, and it, it's simply not true. There he is beating that dead horse. 
get it because I'm beating a dead horse. The point is, immateriality and a lack of matter is either an idea or it's nothingness. It can always only be identified in one of those two. No, that's not true. So we have thousands and millions of people growing up with this concept of God that isn't that far from atheism. Atheists believe in the laws of logic as well. The laws of logic aren't immaterial and they're reflective abstract terms to describe how things must naturally follow in existence. Well, that's not too far off from an immaterial god that is also this omnipresent, immaterial, essentially an idea. So we wonder no. why so many people who were raised Christian become atheists. Well, you know, honestly, it's not that far of a jump. I would say far more people who were raised Mormon become an atheist because of the fact that you are trying to convince them that their God was once a man. And why would you put your faith in a man who just evolved or whatever? So I would say, if not, I, I shouldn't say more LDS people who leave Mormonism become atheists than Christians, but just as many percentage wise, um, I think if you looked at it, and again, I don't have anything to back this up. This is my opinion. I would say just as many on a percentage basis, Mormons who leave uh, Mormonism become atheists as Christians who leave become atheists. But may I suggest to you that the God, that extraterrestrial intelligent designer that was outlined by Richard Dawkins and Michael Shermer actually might be the god of a religion that South Park made fun of. So let's take the gist of Michael Shermer's god and Richard Dawkins' god. By the way, they don't actually worship these gods. It's more of a scientific theory of what god would have to be if there was a god. It's this extraterrestrial being from another world who is physical, as they're describing, you know, that this being who lived in an advanced level of technology, somehow learned laws of the universe, was able to manipulate them and create human life. This god they're describing is really just an alien. An alien who is really smart. And with as much respect as I can muster up um, to my fellow Latter-day Saints, that is essentially who our God is. Now I know these are kind of juvenile terms, so I hope you don't take it disrespectfully, but to someone who's not in our faith, when we describe God, that's essentially what we're describing. And people think, oh, it's so crazy, but when you get into the science of it, it's pretty legit. In fact, it's one of the only ways God can actually exist. That is a false statement completely. That is an absolutely false statement. Yeah, that is Kwaku's opinion on the only way that God could exist. God has existed and God doesn't God doesn't require a physics or um a, a, God doesn't require a human explanation for his existence. God, God's ways are higher than our ways. And uh, he is, he is uh, a different, completely different being outside of time and space. But he is not nothingness or just a concept. He is an actual, I would say, I can't say physical, because he is not a, a flesh and bone uh, other material being. I mean, and, and again, that's, that's the only way I can describe it. Um, but it, it, it's, it's accurate, I think. Um, again, I wouldn't say he's immaterial. 
it, spirit is some kind of a material. We we recognize that when when people die and spirits go to um, to the spirit world, to paradise or um, prison, as it's been uh, like what the Mormons would would uh, call spirit prison. Um, and I think Peter talks about to the 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 souls who are imprisoned in Hades. Um, they are there is some kind of form there and again different than what god is uh but there still is some kind of form as a spirit um but god is again he's he's omnipresent he's omnipotent he's omniscient um and he is he is other than anything we can comprehend and again once you formulate god into something that you can comprehend he ceases to be God, and it simply becomes another alien. Exactly what Kwaku is talking about. He becomes an alien. He becomes a the the creature from another planet um, who had an alien god, who had an alien god, who had an alien god. And again, you run out of uh, material and um, energy and so on you can't have an eternal regression there had to be a beginning point and that being had to be other than what physical existence matter exists in the universe and that is god because we know that an immaterial god is nothingness but a material god would have to be what we would today call an alien See, but that's not true. Again, he continues to repeat the lie that an immaterial God is nothing. No, God is a spirit, which is something. It is more than a concept. It is more than a thing. But it is not matter as we understand it here. And I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with saying, I don't know. Because it's God and I can't comprehend him. There's no way we could, and again, I'll state it again. If you have created for yourself a God that you can mentally comprehend and explain every concept and, and aspect of, he no longer is a God. It's either a figment of your imagination or it's a man. Got it. In the Bible, when Gabriel appears to Mary, who is she speaking to? A glowing being who came from above. John eight twenty three, Christ says, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. He's literally glowing and he ascends up. Where does he go? He goes into the Kokoba, the heavens. He goes outside of this planet. Let's focus on one thing in the Richard Dawkins quote. He says this, He designed a form of life that they seeded onto perhaps this planet. So these intelligent designers would have had to seed life onto this planet. Well, in Latter-day Saint scripture, the book of Abraham, it says this, And there stood one among them that was like unto God, and he said unto those who were with him, We will go down, for there is space there, and we will take of these materials, and we will make an earth whereon these may dwell. Abraham 4 says, And the gods said, Let us prepare the earth to bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed in itself yieldeth its own likeness upon the earth. And it was so, even as they ordered. And the gods organized the earth to bring forth grass from its own seed, and the herb to bring forth herb from its own seed. So in Latter-day Saint theology, the gods created the earth, and we know three of them that did. 
the Father, God, our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, premortally called Jehovah, and Michael helped organize the earth. They literally came down and put seeds on this planet. Interestingly enough, they didn't only put seeds down, similar to what Richard Dawkins is saying, but they brought human beings too. So the gods went down to organize men in their own image, in the image of the gods to form they him, male and female, to form they them. So literally, you have these extraterrestrial beings literally coming to this planet, creating seeds of humanity. This isn't that far off from what these amazing scientists and these renowned atheists are actually saying. So what Kwaku is saying, my gathering is, and again, I, this is not, Mormons believe atheists are wrong. To not believe in a god, they believe that they are wrong. But Kwaku uh, is aligning himself with the, the far-fetched science fiction, uh, science fiction imaginings of Chermer and Dawkins. He is literally doing exactly what Joseph Smith did, and he is fabricating a, a god from his own imagination based upon the physical and uh, social and... <laughs> scientific apparently atmosphere that is around him and so and I'm, I'm there's a lot more to this I'll, I recommend I'll put the the link to this video in the description I really recommend you go and watch the rest of this because it gets more and more ridiculous but I'm done it we're, we're at 30 minutes so I'm gonna I'm gonna let this go um, and we're gonna leave it at this here's my prediction for Kwaku as I've watched these recent videos that he's done, I think Kwaku is going to go off and form a new sect of Mormonism um, based off of just, it just and, and again, I could be way off, but this is here, here we mark the tape. Um, you know what, what it is uh, the 22nd of August at just after midnight, and I have predicted that Kwaku is going to become his own cult leader. Based off of just what I have seen him do, fanciful uh, predictions. I'm, I don't consider myself to be a prophet. I could be completely wrong. But watching him, he literally is doing exactly what Joseph Smith did. He And, and essentially he's trying to align himself with Joseph Smith's God, but, excuse me, he is, he's formulating based off of, of all this other physical evidence, he is formulating a God that fits into the social, cultural, scientific boxes that are afforded him. And that's not God. That's what Joseph Smith did. You see it as his, his theology of God changed over time. You see it as he started out with uh, believing in a, a triune God that is laid out in, at different points in the Book of Mormon and an eternal God to the point of in the King Follett discourse where he said, I will explain to you that God was not always God as you see. Joseph Smith's theology of God evolved and I think Kwaku, the way he is formulating and doing this, his is also going to evolve and he's going to come to a point that he may have a different God than what Mormonism 
potentially lays out because I know, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I firmly think that Mormonism, as they always do, they conform to uh, political pressures. So I think within the next 10 years, Mormonism is going to, uh, we're going to find women in the priesthood. We're going to find um, homosexuals uh, being allowed into the priesthood. Same-sex marriage is going to be allowed within maybe not the next 10 years, but the next 20 to 40 years of Mormonism, if it doesn't completely implode upon itself first, these things are going to come into play. And if they don't, I see Kwaku as being one who will go start another form of Mormonism with all those things in it. I could be wrong. But the important thing is, is at least we have now gotten to a point whether and, and and again his his concept and his explanation of who I believe God is is a just an idea or concept or nothingness, and his God is physical, uh, highly evolved, super evolved human. But at least he's admitting we believe in different gods, and that's a uh, that's a jumping off point. That is the point where we can go, you believe in a different God than mainstream Christianity. You are not Christian. Come to that point. Be intellectually honest with yourself and the rest of us and come to that point that we believe in different Christs and different gods. And, and at that point, if you will do that, Kwaku... I will never respond to another one of your videos again because I won't care. But as long as you are claiming to believe in the God that is Christianity and to believe in to be Christian, then I'm going to continue to come at you because you are perverting and attacking the word of God. And as the quote at the beginning says, if I were to let the word of God be attacked and not do anything, I would be a coward. And I refuse to be a coward as long as you are going to blaspheme and pervert the word of God. And there you have it. So Kwaku, all you've got to do is do another video and just absolutely admit I believe in a different God and a different Christ than mainstream Christianity, and you'll never appear. Well, I shouldn't say that because that's not necessarily true, but I will far less give any consideration to the things that you say because being intellectually honest, you would say that we believe in different gods and different Christs and different gospels. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, hopefully this was helpful. Again, I'll put the uh, the link to the rest of this video because obviously there's another nine minutes or so left in this. Um, and he just goes on and on about the same stuff. And so, But it, again, as you watch it, I, there's more and more weirdness that, that comes out of it. So I'll put the link to that video in the, in the description. Go check it out. Watch the rest of it. Um, and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until the next video in about uh, 30-some minutes, <laughs> Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.